This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams. we got an awesome show. There's uh, so many different things we'll be talking about today. Uh, we'll be talking with a company in Calgary about high-tech fashion, weaving all sorts of tech and LED lights into all kinds of outfits. They're doing well and uh, having fashion shows all over the world. A great Canadian success story. Uh, we will also be telling you how you can design your own custom-made insoles using an app on your smartphone. Super cool. But uh, as always, uh, we start off with the news here. Uh, first on Get Connected, tech news that is. Get Graham Williams in the studio with me. How are you doing, Graham? Doing really well. It's been an interesting week. Yeah, lots of crazy stuff going on. Uh, we're going to talk about Google's new game streaming service that's going to, I think, disrupt how we play video games. Uh, but before we get to that, Apple has uh, announced a bunch of new things, uh, new hardware. Uh, kind of interesting because usually they have... Uh, a big uh, event to announce uh, hardware, but this time they just did it in press releases. So new iPads and some new AirPods. Yeah, I actually, I've ordered my new set of AirPods already. And of, of course, you love AirPods. I do, yeah. yeah. And, and one of the cool things with this, a couple of cool things, they've added air power, so uh, wireless charging yes. to this. But you have to get the model with the wireless charging case. Yeah, and it's a $30 difference. Yes. Right, so so I went ahead and bought the one with the wireless charging case. Um, they've put the new H1 chip in here. Okay. Right. So you remember the the AirPods first launched with the W1 chip, and this was the wireless chip that made it nice and fast and easy to get connect between your your iPhone and your uh, your iPad and your Mac and whatnot. Um, so the H1 chip, they promised a couple of things. It's going to be faster for connecting to these different devices and switching between these devices, which is very handy. Uh, but it also uh, will give you Hey Siri control without having to tap on the device. I love that because that's one of the challenges. I have AirPods. I'm one of those weird looking guys with a little stem sticking out of his uh, ears. There's a lot of us now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's one thing I miss. Like the one thing I love about my iPhone is that I can say, hey, Siri, and then give it a command. You can't do that with the AirPods. You have to tap it. Yes. And I know. I know that sounds, oh, that's so hard tapping your AirPods. But it, it is handier if you can just speak to it. It is, yeah. And I mean, one of the things that I am most looking forward to as well is a return to better battery life. Because I've yeah. had my, my AirPods now for almost two years, I think. Yeah. And uh, and the right AirPod, I had the left one replaced already, but the right AirPod, uh, unfortunately, is starting to really go. Now, I saw something interesting on Reddit earlier this week. Uh, someone has said that if you bought these with a credit card with an extended warranty, you can talk to Apple and Apple will say, well, we would have repaired or replaced this for you for free under warranty. You can then take that to your credit card company and say, this would have been under warranty, replace it for me. And they'll do it. Apparently, people have been having some success with that. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. That, that sounds uh, interesting. Uh, so new AirPods with a wireless charging case, longer battery life, good stuff. New iPads as well. And this is kind of interesting for me. How many different iPads can there be? But I can <laughs> kind of see where these uh, fit in. So at the bottom end of the spectrum is just the regular iPad. And then at the top end is the iPad Pro uh, with the Smart Connect keyboard and pencil support. I've got one. I can't live without it. It's awesome. But it's expensive. Yes. Uh, so the new iPad Air and a new iPad Mini, we'll get to that in a second. The iPad Air now supports the pencil and also the Smart Connector keyboard. I personally love the Smart Connector keyboard. I've had a keyboard case on my iPad Pro since I bought it. And to be honest, I mean, I've got a Mac Pro for all of the heavy lifting that I do. 
Uh, but for the majority of cases, I just grab my iPad and take that with me. I mean, famously, there was that, you know, young girl with the, the commercial, like, what's a computer? Yeah. Uh, I do have those moments where I, I can actually get everything done with this little iPad that I've got with me. I know. I take my iPad everywhere now. It's kind of like a laptop replacement. I still kind of need the laptop for some stuff, but the iPad Pro will do a lot. But the prices come down on um, the iPad Air, um, you know, with all those features. I think it's coming in, starting around 650 Canadian, which is... Sounds like a lot, but you know, you got to keep in mind that it's, it's probably just as powerful or not more powerful than most of the laptops out in the market uh, right now. So uh, you do have to also keep in mind, you're going to have to add a keyboard, uh, which is a couple hundred dollars. And if you want the pencil support, I think that's 130. So it kind of gets up there. But uh, once you've got that package together, I mean, fantastic for students because they don't have to lug, you know, a laptop around. They can just carry a thin little tablet with them. And I'm going to get you started about the iPad mini. I, I love. So a new mini. iPad mini. I'm so happy that it's back. I mean, I had an iPad mini. Uh, I had the original. I, I bought myself an iPad mini two. I had yeah. an iPad mini four. I, I sold all of these things that I kind of moved up to the iPad pro, but I miss my iPad mini, which is so weird because, you know, I've got the Apple watch on my wrist and I've got the iPhone 10 in my pocket and I've got the <laughs> iPad pro for drawing and creating Apple and, sends him Christmas cards. Oh and I've got, and I've got this, I've got this iPad mini sized gap in the lineup where it's just, I love my iPad, um, for being able to create things, but when I'm riding the train, cause I ride the SkyTrain back and forth to work. Um, the, the phones are just a little too small. The iPad pro is just a little too big. I really wish I had that, that mid-sized device. And here it is. It's back with the A12 bionic chip. I'm so stoked. You know what? I'm going to admit something. Uh, when I travel, on airplanes, I do a lot of flying during the year to different uh, events, and I have my iPad Pro. I've got the new one, the big 13.9-inch screen. It is amazing. I love watching movies that I've loaded on from Netflix and stuff Yeah, uh, on there. But I also, you know, sometimes <laughs> I also bring my iPad mini. I have the older one just so that I can watch the movie and I can play Angry Birds <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so I always have these people on the plane looking at me like I'm some kind of idiot that has to have two iPads to to fly. We, we, we are the problem. I mean, I, we are I, a problem. I fully recognize the fact that I am the problem here. And you know what? I'm comfortable with it. I know there's that new feature on the uh, iOS for iPhones, screen time. Mm-hmm. I hope he, I'm hoping it doesn't aggregate all my screen time I've got, between I've got, all the devices. I've got bad news for you. It does. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Okay. Uh, let's talk about another really interesting uh, development this week, uh, Graham. Google has announced a new gaming service, and you know we have yet to try this out. Uh, no one has yet, but this, I feel, would change gaming. Right now, when we think of video gaming, uh, you, know, you do it a few, a few different ways. Obviously, through handhelds and tablets, uh, lots of games available for iPhones and Android devices. Uh, video game consoles, big you know, the Xbox, the PlayStation, and also PC gaming. Google has announced something called Stadia that allows you to do gaming on any device uh, with uh, Chromecast without having a computer. I mean, you can play it on a laptop, but if you've got a little Chromecast stuck on your TV, uh, or even if you want to play a game on your mobile device, it's streaming the game to you. The game doesn't reside on the unit. You don't need a hardware box to play the games that it's going to provide. So this is an interesting one because when you take a look at the market for the last, you know, 20 years or so, or even longer, 30 years, there's always been a two to $600 purchase for Canadians to go out there and buy the chunk of hardware that's going to play 
video games. Uh, if you're a PC gamer, you know, I, I built myself a new PC gaming rig about a year and a half ago, and I spent about two grand on it. Zucker, you don't need it I don't need it anymore. Um, and so this is the idea is Google has these data centers all around the world. And they're going to put some big iron in there. These are going to have the latest graphics cards. They're going to have fast SSD storage, doing all of the heavy computing on their end so that they can provide gaming at 4K resolution at 60 frames per second, which right now, unless you have a very high-end PC, most of the consoles cannot actually do this reliably across all of their games. Well, I mean, the idea here, and when you took a look at... When you, when you took a look at um, the partnership there on Google's screen, they had AMD, not Intel, um, and AMD famously they, they make processors. They also make video cards. I have a, a Vega RX sixty four in my uh, gaming PC right now, which is a heavy duty, big beefy four K sixty frames per second graphics card. So, will they still be selling this type of hardware to Google? Most likely, they will. Are they going to be selling the you know, 80 million PlayStation 4 units that Sony has sold? No, they won't. Um, so it really comes down to, you know, for consumers, if you're no longer spending the $500 on the system, you now have $500 to spend on games. The question is, what's Google's monetization going to be here? Are they going to sell the game to you directly? Am I going to buy Doom Eternal for them for $80 Canadian and have access to that anywhere? Or do I have to pay them $10 a month or $15 a month to be able to access that? And the moment that I stop paying, I no longer have access to the service we got so much more to talk about on today's show. When we come back, we'll be uh, chatting about uh, how you can make your own custom insoles and sandals through an app on your smartphone. We'll be talking with the folks over at Weave. And later on in the hour, we'll uh, be chatting with uh, some folks that design uh, fashion with tech built into it, all sorts of fiber optic LED lighting. Would you wear some of this stuff? Well, we'll tell you all about that. And do you have Wi-Fi dead spots in your house? I know you do. We've got some tech that can help fix all of that. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. want to talk uh, more about wearables. We've uh, been on a wearables uh, kick for the past few weeks. And this is super interesting. Uh, insoles. How much technology can you put into insoles? Well, there's an app for that now. You can actually get custom-made insoles or even sandals using an app that you have on your iPhone or Android. We've uh, got a cool guest in. He's from Weave. His name's Chris Bellamy. He's the, uh, the, the, I guess, the production guy and the engineer behind all of this. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. So tell our uh, listeners what Weave is all about. And it's spelled W-I-I-V-V. Craziest name ever, but let's just run with that. Exactly. I like to think it's like the, the Nikes and Adidas's and no one knows how to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> I do now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, no one ever forgets it once they know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so we were founded in, uh, in 2014 and, um, by a chap from San Diego, a chap from Vancouver. And in 2014, uh, 2015, we launched our first product, which was a custom fit insole. And that's now been selling for uh, almost four years. Um, and we've got a, a huge customer base out there. And, and the technology, the way it works is you download the Weave app. You um, scan your feet by taking a picture from the top and a picture from the side. And then with, with the camera on your phone, you do this. With the camera on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Through, through the app. Yeah. And then just down the street here in, uh, in Vancouver, we've got uh, a bunch of very clever software engineers. Uh, and they do all sorts of uh, things with computer vision and machine learning uh, to uh, build a build a system that analyzes your feet and it picks out all of the key data points from the photos from the photos and this is accurate because I'm, I'm a little skeptical <laughs> a lot of people are yeah. a lot of people are um so yeah we've um 
we've compared our product against um, off-the-shelf orthotics, and we've also compared against uh, all of the work that podiatrists do. And, and we've proven that it's accurate, that it's reliable, and we've got a huge customer base out there now. And we're constantly gathering feedback and data about their results, but uh, the results are pretty consistently outstanding in terms of uh, uh, how much people love our product. And how much are these insoles? Uh, they start at uh, $79 US dollars okay. for the three-quarter length and $99 US dollars for the full-length insole. And how does that compare to other like custom-made insoles? Sure, yeah. So um, you can buy something very cheap. Uh, you, know, you can buy an off-the-shelf insole from, from Walmart or somewhere like that. And they will, um, you know, it's designed to fit everyone, uh, everyone yeah. which means that it fits no one. Yes. Um, and it might feel a little bit squishy and a little bit nice, but that's about it. Um, or you could go to your podiatrist and you can and pay $500 um, to have a podiatrist look at your feet and create something. And what we've done is we've tried to uh, embody all of the... We've got a huge biomechanics team at Weave, and they've uh, embodied all of the latest research about uh, comfort, fit, uh, and how your feet work. They've put all of that technology... Uh, and that research and understanding into into our system, which then generates the weave insoles, and they uh, perfectly map the underside of your foot. So, if I was a podiatrist listening to this right now, and I'm making custom insoles in my office, like, would I be skeptical of this? I mean, it, it sounds so cheap, and you're using <laughs> the, the camera on your phone through an app to to get the basically the measurements of your foot. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, there's a time and a place. If you have a, you know, if you need a corrective product and you have a, and you have a problem, then a podiatrist is the answer for you of because course, you need yes. someone to look at your feet and to understand exactly what's going on. But for the vast majority of people, um, we provide a product that can improve the comfort, improve the fit, um, and and have a whole host of benefits just from the, you know, the natural understanding of how the feet work. Um, so we're we're a good halfway house between something that's off the shelf and a and a very expensive orthotic, and that's a you know there's a lot of people out there who need our product. Well, it's interesting. I, to be honest, I'd never heard of Weave before, except uh, through my good friend John here on the Get Connected team. He speaks volumes uh, of it. Um, but you actually have a deal with Dr. Scholes, who I think a lot of people have heard down in the U.S. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So Dr. Scholes, they're the, the largest insole brand, and they've actually just launched a, a custom 3D printed insole. Uh, in January, and that is uh, powered by Weave. So it uses the, the Weave Fit technology uh, to create the, the custom 3D printed insole. Um, and yeah, we're seeing some really fantastic results and feedback um, from their customers as well as ours. How long does it take? I mean, I take the picture with uh, the app on my smartphone and I send it into you guys and send my credit card to measuring <laughs> to pay for it. How long does it take for you to make them and then send them back to me? Sure. So the, the scanning process can be done with your phone anywhere. All yes. you need is, is yourself and a, and, a, and a piece of paper. Um, that takes five minutes or less. And then uh, that gets sent off and you'll receive the insoles within two weeks um, back to your door. And so we've done a lot of work to, to make that as efficient and effective as possible. Um, and we can turn it around in two weeks from our factory in San Diego, California. Very cool. So from my understanding, you've got the two types of insoles right now, the full length ones, the three quarter ones, and you also have sandals too. Yeah, we had a, a huge number of customers of our insoles came to us and said, your insoles have changed my life. I just wish I could put them in my sandals. And so that obviously gave us an idea. And we said, well, why not? Let's just let's do that. Let's make a let's make a sandal, which is as comfortable as our as our insole. And so it was a it actually ended up being almost a three year development process to try and integrate a 3D printed custom part into a sandal um, in, a, in a functional way. And, but also, we don't just use the 3D printing to give a custom arch support. We also um, do other things. So the strap 
the toe thong is positioned exactly uh, where you need it based on the geometry of your foot. And we also position the straps based on, uh, on the shape and size of your foot as well. So you're telling me you've mastered custom toe thong uh, location on sandals now? We have. It's, qu- it's quite a niche, but yes. we've, we've mastered that, that niche. Um, and uh, the, the end result is uh, you know, what we think is one of the most comfortable sandals in the world uh, that also looks great, which is um, it's pretty unusual for, for a, uh, a flip-flop style of sandal. And how much are those? Uh, those start, uh, they're $129. Not bad. I mean, yeah. I buy a lot of $20 sandals. They don't last very long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, it, and you know, it's a real investment in your health and, and into your feet. Um, but so interestingly, last year, uh, when we launched the sandal, I made a bet on Kickstarter that if we, if we broke a record... Um, that I would run a marathon in, the, in, our, in our sandals. And so, unfortunately, this time last year, I ended up running the, the Boston Marathon. Uh, in in our, the sandals? In our, in our sandals. Um. <laughs> You're a weird man, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I never thought I'd be doing that. No, no. And did that work? Uh, it went very well, yeah. And yeah. en- ended up crossing the line in, in under three hours. Yeah. Um, and in sandals. We now have a lot of people writing to us asking if they buy our sandal, will it make them run faster? Uh, which I have to, uh, you know, we have to tell them that that's probably not the best use of our sandals. We're talking with Chris Bellamy from uh, the company Weave, and that's spelled W-I-I-V-V, a technology company that's mastered uh, custom insoles by just using the camera through their app on your smartphone. And where can people find out more information about this? Uh, the Weave website is the best place. Uh, so weave.com, uh, and you can find out all of the information there and, and log on and, and use your insoles. Thank you for and coming on. I think um, can we create a, we can create a discount for all of your listeners if sure, they want to try yeah. it out. Our listeners like discounts. What do you got? Uh, great. So what's the name of your? Get Connected. Great. So um, if you use the code GETCONNECTED20, then you can go onto our website and you'll get 20% off. 20%? Yeah. Very cool. Thanks. No problem. When we come back from the Rick More Tech to talk here on Get Connected, stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo here in studio. Want to talk about Wi-Fi and uh, always a good topic because it never seems to be good enough in our homes. There's always dead spots. Well, a new technology has emerged over the past couple of years called mesh technology that uh, is designed to basically eliminate those those dead zones uh, in your home or your uh, office. On the line to uh, help us understand the technology and uh, some of the uh, items out there, we've got Queenie C. from TP-Link. Thanks for joining us, Queenie. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I wanted to get you on uh, the show again. Uh, love uh, the uh, the products you guys have, uh, the Wi-Fi routers and all the smart home technology. Uh, but, you know, we still get a lot of listeners uh, writing into us saying, hey, how do I solve this dead spot uh, in my home? And, you know, in the past we've had uh, things like repeaters and, and extenders, but the mesh technology takes that to a whole other level, just making it seamless through the home. Explain to the listeners how it all works. Uh, yeah, that's great. We actually came up with a new product called the Deco M4, um, and it's on the latest Wi-Fi technology, the mesh technology. And how that works is our product comes in a two-pack or three-pack, whichever you pick up. It depends on the coverage that's needed for your home. And you essentially just plug in one unit to your modem, and then you place your other units around your home, which creates a blanket of seamless Wi-Fi, meaning when you're walking around your home, you won't experience any drop connections or slow Wi-Fi because it would connect to the device closest to you as possible. Yeah, and I guess that's been the problem with some of these extenders that we've, you know, tried out in the past. They actually create a, a second Wi-Fi network in your house. So you're kind of bouncing between them with your, your laptop or your, or your tablets where this is like kind of like cell phone roaming. You, it doesn't even show up. It just works no matter where you walk. 
Uh, that is correct, and it would definitely chooses the fastest path possible uh, that's available on your device because the units are talking to each other as well, not just to your wireless device. And so it's interesting. Uh, you said uh, you've got them in two and three packs, and obviously, if you've got a giant house, you can buy additional ones. But uh, you know, if there is kind of a, a slower or dead area in your home, you basically kind of put a puck uh, near there, right? That is correct. And you can add more units uh, if you feel that some of the units are not penetrating the walls in your home. And they would, again, operate on the same Wi-Fi network, which is great for when you're you know, walking around with your mobile phone and streaming your favorite shows. I know the, uh, the mesh technology has been a little bit more expensive than the traditional uh, Wi-Fi routers out there. Uh, are we looking at any cheaper prices now? Uh, we definitely are. So with this new model, we have definitely... Uh, offered uh, consumers a uh, more affordable version. So with the two packets, 170, and with the three packets, 250. And what's great is it also includes the parental controls that we have um, available on our deco units, which means you can actually control the Wi-Fi network based on a profile, uh, which is fantastic for most parents who want to limit internet time for their kids. Uh, from what I understand, too, you also have uh, QoS on there, which uh, stands for quality of uh, service as well. So uh, if there's some devices that you want uh, you know, an even stronger, uh, more solid connection to, you can actually specify that in, in the settings. Yeah, that is correct. So if you have more than one wireless devices users in your home, um, it would definitely talk to all wireless devices at the same time. But for example, if your whole entire family is streaming a movie for one night, you might want to use quality of service where you're directing all the resources just to the uh, TV. What about uh, compatibility with some of the, uh, the, the voice assistants out there like Amazon Alexa? So our device is compatible with Amazon Alexa, Google Home, and IFTTT, which means you can actually do quality of service through your voice instead of on your phone. So you can tell um, Alexa to use the quality of service and aim all the resources towards the TV when you're watching it as a family. We're talking with Queenie C. from TP-Link about mesh technology, a technology that uh, some of these new Wi-Fi uh, routers use that basically kill all the dead spots for Wi-Fi in your home. They've got the new uh, M Deco M4 pack. They come in two and three packs, I think, for uh, what you're saying, 170 and 250 bucks. That is a dramatic price uh, decrease. I mean, when these things first came out, they were like five to $700. That is correct. And we've noticed Canadians are slowly moving towards the mesh technology, but it it becomes a cost issue. So now we've kind of created a version where we, you know, it becomes more affordable for everyone to um, have it in their home because we all use Wi-Fi nowadays, right? So it's become a necessity. Well, it's interesting. Uh, I still know so many people that are still using uh, an old uh, modem router combination that they got from their uh, internet service provider. My father-in-law, for example, uh, you know, for the past few years, I just every time I go over there, his Wi-Fi is just atrocious. So I kind of looked up and, and saw mm-hmm. what he had, and I swear to God that that modem router he had was probably at least five, six years old, and, and that's why his internet was so slow in the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we definitely expect the Deco M4 to solve that issue for you. Another great thing about this product is um, compared to other models or other solutions out there, we have something called an adaptive Ethernet port. So the consumer won't even have to worry about which one to plug into. So as long as um, you plug an Ethernet port or cable uh, between the modem and the mesh product, and it would automatically detect which one it is. So idiot-proof for me. (laughs) (laughs) And for me. (laughs) Fantastic. Again, we're talking with Queenie C. from TP-Link, all about the new mesh technology, their new Deco M4. Where can people find out more information? 
Uh, you can definitely find out more on www.tpling.com or any of our partnered e-tailers and retailers online. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk here on Get Connected. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Well, technology is uh, infiltrating all aspects of our lives, including fashion. We've uh, got a great guest on the line uh, that has a company out in Calgary uh, called Make Fashion. His name is Shannon Hoover. And I want to chat with him uh, about how uh, tech is being incorporated into uh, everything to do with fashion uh, and uh, and what have you. Uh, Shannon, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, tell our, our listeners what Make Fashion is all about. So the idea kind of came out, uh, came from the concept of integrating wearables into kind of society. We started doing this about seven years ago, um, and the, the focus was just to understand the technology, but my wife and I had an art gallery, so we decided it would be fun to do a more creative event. Um, so we invited designers to come up with ideas for integrating wearable technology into fashion for a runway show, and it just kind of took off from there. We ended up uh, selling out the show, and then some of the videos and photos from that show went online, and it kind of snowballed. We've done over 70 runway shows around the world now, uh, probably developed around 400 pieces for the runway, and we've learned a lot along the way. This is really fascinating stuff, and I encourage the listeners out uh, out there to check this website out, uh, makefashion.ca, and just check out some of the uh, uh, the, the dresses and, and outfits uh, that uh, they have put together and integrated all sorts of uh, cool and fun, uh, I guess it's LED lighting, is that correct? Yeah, it's more than just LED lighting, it's integrating sensors. Really what, what we're looking at is fashion is kind of a platform for storytelling, and and uh, human expression. Um, so what, what uh, fashion tech allows us to do is, uh, is do that storytelling in a more, I guess, evolved and relevant way. Um, so everything from EEG sensors, so detecting brain patterns to motion and to light, as well as, uh, you know, proximity, so what's going on in your environment, um, and then apply telling stories through fashion. How do you come up come up with these these outfits i mean uh, there's so many different ways you can go with this yeah well that's that's the beauty of it right we don't i don't have to come up with this what we do is we uh we've kind of built this collaborative platform where people come to us with their stories and every everybody has a story and it's been it's been just fascinating to be a part of it we have like uh, one of our design teams they make prosthetics uh, fashion prosthetics and and it's been really interesting to watch how somebody wearing a fashion prosthetic, how they in, in, interact differently in communities or in, in, in rooms um, with a fashion prosthetic and how people interact differently with them because they have a fashion, fashion prosthetic re- rather than a regular prosthetic. Um, and everything from like one of, our, uh, one of our designers has anxiety issues, and so she has sensors on her body that detect anxiety and will signal people that she knows, um, you know, what's going on there. And then other, other people are telling stories about kind of as an LGBT, sorry, LGBT person, you know, kind of uh, trying to sell, tell stories about their background and, and what, what they've gone through. Yeah, and it's it's from all ages. So we've have we had kids as young as six years old, you know, dressing up as glowing unicorns and telling their <laughs> stories. And what's interesting too is, as a side benefit of that, 
um, these same kids go through that experience, and at the end of that, they understand the basics of 3D printing, the basics of electronics, uh, basic programming. And, and this technology to them that was a black box in a, large, in a, in a lot of cases, um, a lot of the people that we work with looked at technology as something that they didn't understand or they were fearful of. And at the end of it, they come to us saying, why didn't anybody tell us technology is this easy? It becomes another you know, um, tool in their toolbox of human expression. Well, it's really quite exciting, uh, you know, some of the projects that you are, are working on. And, uh, I mean, you guys are, uh, I, I think, in, in most cases, pretty bleeding edge here when it comes to incorporating tech with fashion. When do you think we'll start seeing that uh, integrated into more mainstream clothing? So we're starting to see it just appearing. Um, we've seen it in performers, of course. They don't mind paying thousands of dollars for a single item. And that's kind of what you're looking at right now is a lot of the fashion tech that exists out there um, is is one-off. It's more bespoke. Um, and it kind of requires a team of supporters to make sure that, that it works properly. You, you need your own engineer. So it, once we can get past that, I kind of liken it to the idea of Let's say you're trying to build uh, a boat out of car parts. What would happen? The boat would leak. You know, the motor would <laughs> rust and seize up. Yes. And, and humans, we move, right? We stretch, we move, we sweat, and technology likes none of that. So what we're trying to do is figure out ways to simplify and make the technology more robust and work better for people that can be expressive with it. And that's some of the process we've, that I've been going through is figuring out how to take that technology, simplify it, so it becomes more like a Lego system for, for wearables. That's, that's what we're looking at now. Talking with Shannon Hoover from makefashion.ca. Do you have any events coming out that people can check this stuff out? Um, I don't have anything in the country here shortly. We're going to be doing, uh, we're talking about doing a show in New York in September, um, at Calgary, more shows in, in the fall. Um, we're, we're planning a show in Shenzhen, China uh, in the summer, which is always crazy because it's so hot there. Um, but yeah, we, we don't have any shows coming up, but we'll be sure to let you know if we do. Again, that was Shannon Hoover from makefashion.ca. You're, you really got to check this website out. It's got some fantastic, uh, uh, fashion, uh, integrated with, uh, wearables. Thanks for joining us, Shannon. Thanks for having me. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk here on Get Connected. Stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and Graham here. It's skills time where we give you uh, the latest skills for your Amazon Echo with Alexa voice assistant. What do you got, Graham? Oh, I've got two for you. Um, you've probably heard that uh, Vancouver's favorite son, Ryan Reynolds, yes. is going to be appearing as Pikachu. Thank in, God. In Detective Pikachu. Okay. Uh, there was a rumor, actually, that Danny DeVito was going to be doing this role. So, okay. you know, I, I mean, I love Danny DeVito, but I've got to say, uh, you know, Deadpool as Pikachu... How can you go wrong? Uh, so so many ways, but keep going. So so uh, the, 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 the gag in this story is that the lead character uh, discovers that he can actually hear Pikachu's real dialogue. And okay. so you hear Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Pikachu. But for the rest of us who couldn't, uh, there's a skill called Pikachu Talk. Okay. And you can install this and you can say, Alexa, ask Pikachu to talk uh, or use Thunderbolt or uh, Alexa, ask Pikachu to tell me a funny story. And you will hear Pikachu uh, giving you the Pika Pika version of pika, pika. exactly of all of these things um so if you're having one of those days where you just you know things are just jumping up and down to your last nerve i feel like this is the thing that's really going to really soothe you at that point 
if you're into Pikachu. If you're <laughs> if you're into Pikachu. If not, this is the dumbest skill you've probably ever heard. If you're more of a Jigglypuff person, yeah. uh, maybe a Meowth person, I would say maybe skip the Pikachu talk. Cool. What what else do we have? Uh, shower meditation. Shower meditation. Yeah, so this is this is guided meditation. So uh, you know, the the idea here is that uh, you know, uh, maybe many many people who enjoy meditation have found that meditating in in waterfalls is actually uh, quite soothing. So this is a five-minute... Meditating in waterfalls? Yeah, so like... How um, many people meditate in waterfalls? Well, at least one, the guy that wrote it. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and so this is a guided five-minute meditation where you can take the time in the shower in the morning uh, to, uh, or whenever you prefer to shower, to to meditate under the, the you know, gloriously flowing negative ions of, of falling water. Okay, so sounds cool. On yes. paper, yeah. Uh, I actually have. I don't have an Amazon uh, Echo speaker in my bathroom. I've got a Google one. Uh-huh. Um, it's got to be on super loud for you to hear anything. The shower is loud. See, see, what I've done is I've actually gone ahead and put a Sonance in ceiling speaker in my bathroom. Okay, and it's weather rated, so it's 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 good in there. Uh, and it's actually because it's right next to the shower, I get this great audio experience when I'm in the shower that can actually drown out me singing. So that's a, that's a huge positive, I think. You're, you're hilarious. And that one's called again? <laughs> uh, that one's called Shower Meditation. These are both Alexa skills that you can find in the Amazon Alexa app or on the Amazon site under the Alexa section. Uh, Going to be an interesting show next week. I'm traveling to Paris uh, with the Get Connected team. Uh, big launch from Huawei. They're announcing their new P30 phone. Uh, we don't know all the details, but uh, they have been uh, one of the leaders in smartphone technology uh, over the past uh, couple of years. So pretty excited to see what uh, that's uh, all going to be about. Uh, from what I'm hearing, though, Graham, uh, the camera that is supposed to be something else, uh, uh, as much as a, a 10 times zoom camera in a smartphone. Wow, and that's the 10 times optical zoom. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So that, that's one of those things, like you, you can get the, when Apple threw the second camera in there, you were able to have that telephoto zoom, and instead of using... Uh, you know, image algorithms to make it zoom in with smart zoom or digital zoom, you could actually zoom in. Yeah, so. but it's not as perfect as an optical zoom. Yes. But so the challenge with obviously smartphones uh, to get those types of zooms uh, from, uh, you know, a lens, you've got to be able to extend that that lens out, right? Yeah, the, the lens elements have to move. Yeah, and you can't really do that in a smartphone because it's so thin unless you have the world's thickest smartphone. Which I, we did see at uh, one point, I think Nikon or Samsung actually had an Android uh, built into a camera, so it was actually a camera. That Samsung, was a phone. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was a stupid camera. <laughs> that was a stupid camera. I mean, it was supposed to be a smart camera, but it was so expensive. They had a cell. It was basically, I think, a cell phone running Android built into this this camera. And it was like Android two point one. It wasn't even yeah. like good Android. I mean, kind of a neat idea. Again, on paper, uh, someone got a high five over in Korea for that. The <laughs> Samsung. Uh, R&D labs, but you know, in practice, I actually tried it out and it just, it was kind of clunky. So Huawei might have this 10 times zoom camera. Yeah. And I, I'm excited to see what else they build into uh, the, uh, the smartphone as well. Looks like that's all the time we have left. Don't forget, uh, you can get uh, podcasts of our, our Get Connected show and also our sister show, The App Show, which uh, uh, coincidentally uh, airs here on CKNW Sundays at 10 a.m. You got to check that out. These podcasts are available uh, at your favorite podcasting places like iTunes and Spotify and so many other great uh, areas on the web. Mike and Graham logging off. Forget Connected. We'll see you again next time.
You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.